On today's episode, we are bringing the fire back today, talking about owning your journey, staying true to yourself, and recognizing that it is not the responsibility or the role of other people to take on the journey for you or to come alongside of you. So that is what we are talking about today and just encouraging you to really get behind what you are doing and be proud. Whatever path that you are walking, if it's a healing protocol, if it's a new training program, a new self-development course that you're doing, whatever it is, own it and be proud of it. You hear all the bull about diet and exercise. Carbs are evil. Do more cardio. Never eat bread or cookies again. Just do a juice cleanse. We get it. We fell for all of the BS too. It's time to go right to the source with the truth about how to live a healthy, sustainable lifestyle. I am Liz. And I'm Becca. We are your nutrition educators and this is The Food Code. Happy Friday, everyone. It is November 12th. 11th. 11th. Veterans Day. Oh, yeah. Veterans Day is on a Friday this year. Also my mama's birthday. Oh. Yep. So, yeah. 11-11. And you are in, in Nashville. Nashville. And I'm we are in excited. Wisconsin. Yeah. <laughs> Not as fun. So, Nick and I are in Nashville for a wedding. One of my best friends from college is getting married, um, which is fun because I'm going to see one of my other best friends from college that is very pregnant. Um, I haven't seen her in a really long time and I have never met her husband. So I'm very excited to her. She got married during COVID and they mm. were supposed to have a wedding. We were supposed to go to it. It got canceled. And then I never, you know, she's in Birmingham, so I haven't seen her. Um, yeah. But Nick, <laughs> Nick was like, are you excited for our trip? And I was like, yeah, we never go on trips together. I was like, the last one we've been on, I think just me and Nick was to Sedona Arizona. last year, um, two years ago. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. And he was like, we can go on more trips, just us. And I was like, but then I miss the kids. <laughs> <laughs> the mom guilt, not even guilt. I just like, I truly miss our children, you yeah. know? Um, and it's it's good to go on trips just us and I'm very excited for it. We've been actually committing to more just us date nights. Oh yeah, I've been meaning to ask you how was the show. It was range. really good. Yeah. You know, it was um it was really scary for me at first, but now I'm much less scared. And so we Nick and I went shooting. We went to a um like intro to shooting class um at there's it's called Fox Valley Shooting Range out by us and I loved it it was really well done um I felt very safe the whole time and so the thing that at the end of the class the guy goes because we were all like what are the next steps you know mm-hmm. what what can you do and he goes honestly I pretty much never see anyone again um because really? so many people do intro to shooting and then like never follow up on it they mm-hmm. never go continue to take private lessons or they don't you know and so um nick and i have talked about how i'd like to keep up with it at least like mm-hmm. once a month or once every couple months um before we decide to purchase our own um so yeah we're we're gonna probably go back because it's literally less than 10 minutes from our house it's yeah. super close it's a very good it's spot interesting um because the shooting range here i was actually looking uh, over the weekend with some of our neighbors, she wants to go. And I'm like, I am always down to go. Yeah. Um, but we want to do some private lessons. You can't get in for like months really? booked out. Yeah. Good so know. another friend of mine, uh, her and I had been talking about setting something up. So what I was going to do is email them and say, Hey, there's three of us. Yeah. would like to come together. What can, you know, we do, yeah. or there's, um, a place that we're going to be joining. That's more like outdoor. Um, it wants art. It's like a, 
club kind of thing. You got to mm-hmm. apply and then get yeah. approved or whatever. So once he does that, then we can like all That'll go out cool. there together. So yeah. yeah, it was really cool. So date night um, is important. It is. It's so important. And I told him, I was like, I want to stop doing just like dinner because it's mm-hmm. nice. It's nice to do dinner together, but like I like do to do things. stuff, you know, I want to go places and do things mm-hmm. and have activities. And Nick actually booked comedy hour for oh. us, but booked it the weekend that we were gone for this wedding. And he's like, so then I had to cancel it because I forgot that we were going to be gone. <laughs> so funny. Like, you know, what? I was actually looking at the calendar because we're trying to plan some things. And I'm like, we don't really have any free weekends. I feel like until crazy. the end of the year. Crazy. It's so crazy because, I mean, November, then we have Thanksgiving. Uh-huh. Right. And a couple weekends around that. Then we're going to um, Florida. We're taking Marcus oh, fun. to Florida for like a week before Christmas. So, yeah. Um, yeah, it's wild. It's going to be 2023 before you know it. You know, one of the things that we've been doing, and I've posted this a lot, but I do think it's really fun learning new card games. Mm-hmm. Like, I like the strategy piece to it because, like, for us, we would either do dinner, um, arts, you know, really good at cooking and making like fancy meals, but then we're basically just watching yeah. TV or a show. Yeah. By the way, you need to still watch The Watcher. If anybody, I just get so scared. It's not, it's really not that scary. Okay. Um, so I would be curious if you guys listen to this podcast, have you watched The Watcher? Um, we were like joking last night because uh, our neighbors, like the five families that were like really were hanging out last night. It was like um, some of them uh, were talking about The Watcher and one of them had a wig on that looked like the lady across the street with oh, yeah, the pigtails, yeah. the long pigtails. And I was like, I mean, this also fits you perfectly. <laughs> <laughs> so we were joking about that. But um, anyways, I just, I like that one. And then now we're back into like SEAL Team and some of our other shows came back on for, you know, the winter time. But anything that we can do, I mean, I think this winter we will do some more outdoor hikes. Mm. Um, I definitely still want to get out to the Lamont Quarries and do like yeah. a day date. Um they have some really cool things like zip lining. You can hike, you can bike, but then they also have a restaurant and they do igloos oh, cool. in the fall. So yeah. very fun. So we wanted to talk today on Friday for Friday Fire a little bit around how you cannot expect other people to be understanding or supportive of things that you are doing different in your life for your health or your physical fitness or whatever it may be. Um, We talk to a lot of clients and it's a hard thing. Like it's a hard thing when you have lived a certain way for a period of time and then all of a sudden you decide to make a change and it's hard for you, but understand too, it's uncomfortable for other people and that is not your problem. I mean, yes, if it's your spouse, if it's your family, you need to explain to them that like, hey, this is why I'm doing these things. And I think any supportive, loving spouse will at least understand. Maybe they'll give you a hard time, but like, hopefully they don't try to talk you out of it. Um, but we cannot expect them to do it with us. We cannot expect them to bend over backwards for our needs or cater to things or, you know, be there when things get really hard for you. Like you just can't expect it. It's, it's unfortunately not their issue. It's your issue. It's your life. It's your journey. And the sooner that you can take that and let it almost empower you, the easier the process is going to be. And the hard, the hard thing about this, you have to be hell-bent on it. Like You need to be so committed and confident in what you are doing that it is the right thing because otherwise you will probably waver because of the influence of other people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think everybody goes through t- like different seasons, right? Things at different times. And 
to expect somebody to fully understand what you're going through. Like I will say for 75 hard, a lot of friends and family like didn't really understand. They didn't really get it. Why do you need to do that? You know, it's actually talking to my nephew about it this past Friday. And he's, he's like, how was the rest of 75 hard since I saw it? I was like, I honestly miss it. I do too. Um, And he's like, I, he did like half of it. He was like, I do too. And my niece is like, you guys are so weird with this. Um, you know, but some people just don't understand and it's not a phase that they need to understand. It's not their responsibility to be able to, you know, fully get you and what you're going through and why you need to be doing these things. And so, you know, what I would say is if you think about it this way, like you can go to school, but nobody like, can't, they can't take the test for you, right? Like you and your friend can go to the same school, but they can't take the test for you. Becca, she's doing uh, the, the cold uh, plunge, you know, cold showers and cold plunge right now, cold therapy. Nobody can do it for her, right? She's made this decision that she's going to be doing this for however many days or however many times a week. Nobody can get into the water for her. She has to do that. And that's what we're kind of driving home today for you is that when you're going through Whatever it is, if it's a gut healing protocol, if it's a change in training, maybe you're preparing for a competition, maybe you decided to do some sort of personal challenge or personal development, um, you know, series, attending a school or taking a course, whatever that looks like, nobody can do the work for you. And all you can do is share with others what you're doing and why you're doing it and be excited about it. But you can't expect them to not eat the cake because you're not eating the cake, right? Or not drink the wine because you're not drinking the wine. Like you can't expect that of people and just recognize that sometimes they don't know how to be supportive because they don't, again, fully get no. why you're doing what you're doing. No, and, and unfortunately, I think a lot of people, they get used to you being a certain way. And when you start to change that, they get uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. It makes them uncomfortable. Like. I was so used to you including the pizza with me and drinking the wine with me. And now you're not doing that. And it feels weird. And it, and I don't like that. And unfortunately that's what people's thought processes are probably going to be and how they express that could be them joking and making fun of it. They could be giving you a hard time about it. They could straight up be mean about it. And that's on them. Like, again, you have to be okay with that because it's part of the process. You cannot control other people. You can't. You can't control anything about them. And the sooner that you can accept that you cannot control anything about this outside world, all you can control is yourself, the easier life gets. Because when you are, that is honestly what anxiety and depression is. It is living in this past or trying to live in the future. Those things are not real. The past is not real. Not anymore. The future is not real. It hasn't happened yet. All that is real is right now and what you are choosing to do. And so you have to be okay with other people doing things because at the end of the day, you have no control over it. So why would you worry yourself sick? Why would you let it change your path? Why would you let it change your journey when you ultimately have no control over it? And I think this is what holds a lot of people back is like almost like they're waiting for somebody else to get aboard the train with them Mm -hmm. when they realize, you know, you don't realize that the longer that you wait, the harder that it's going to be. And I think a lot of people waste a lot of time, energy, and effort resisting change because either they doubt themselves, they're scared that it's going to be really hard, that they're going to fail, whatever the emotion is here, that anxiety, right, uh, of the unknown and what might happen. And it ultimately makes them feel stuck, frustrated, right, even bitter sometimes because another year goes by and they recognize They didn't do the thing that they said that they were going to do or that they wanted to do to get to a better place, to level up their life. And, you know, I think every person has different interests and hobbies. And so I often think of this in a way of like self-development, right? So you guys probably see things that, you know, Becca and I enjoy reading. 
much different than what my husband enjoys reading. Like he reads a lot of fiction, history, stories, things that I have no real interest in. Nick. Yeah. I mean, it's awesome for them. I mean, he goes through, I don't even know how many books a month, like four or five books a month. But for me, I want to learn things that I utilize every day. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, I've really enjoyed Emily Frisella's book recently, just from personal development. And then there's self-development, I think on the uh, side of just like the gut health and, and learning more about the gut and healing and all of the things that, you know, we can use in our practice to help people feel better. And so if you're somebody out there who says like, yeah, this is me. You guys are speaking to me. I've been holding myself back because I'm waiting for somebody else to get aboard or I'm waiting for January 1st or I'm waiting for after Thanksgiving. Guys, like, I also want to say this because we are heading into the holiday season. Thanksgiving and Christmas are day events. They are holiday. It's not like you have a whole entire week. Yes, maybe you're like me and you're going to be traveling for a week. That's not a reason to just eat and drink like a turd, right? Like you need to still nourish your body, um, have a cookie on Christmas or have a piece of uh, your favorite pie on Thanksgiving or whatever that might be. But that isolated event should not be the thing that holds you back from starting until September or, you know, whatever the first of the year. And also comparatively speaking too, that's something that we talk a lot with our clients around is like, okay, so you still had maybe more than you intended to have at an event or along the holidays, but like, how was it compared to last year or the year prior? Was it way better? Okay, we're moving in the right direction then in terms of your relationship with food, how you view food, how you view the holidays, because although the holidays are meant to be about family and friends and joyful memories and all of that, it doesn't have to only revolve around food. Because I'll be honest, the holidays when my life did revolve around food and I had a horrible relationship with food, the holidays were a high anxiety time. Like I was always anxious about how horrible I was going to feel because I wouldn't be able to control myself or all of the events that I felt like I was going to drink at that I didn't want to or that I was going to eat all the food that I didn't want to, but I was just, I couldn't control myself. That's a miserable time when I think back on it. Now, being able to shift my relationship with food and shift my relationship with my body I don't even care about them. I mean, like I care about the holidays. Obviously, I'm going to enjoy them, but like there's no fear anymore. And honestly, it took me working with someone and working on myself during that time, not avoiding that time and avoiding challenging myself or trying to make changes during that time. You have to face it. You have to face what is hard for you, because if you never face what is hard for you, it will never be overcome. And to be honest, a lot of people that don't commit end up in worse pain anyways. Like. Everyone thinks that by not doing things or being lazy about them, like you're avoiding the pain of doing them. No, you just end up in more pain because you never actually face the things that are hard for you. The people that are the most fulfilled, the people that are the most successful, the people that I think are the happiest people in life are the people that constantly challenge themselves. Mm -hmm. Constantly in different ways. Yeah, because you always have something that you're looking forward to in terms of growth right? Like somebody was saying to me earlier uh, today, actually, that they're like, they just get bored with their workout routines. And I'm like, well, this is why you need a coach or a program to work towards something. Like I'm excited to do my workout this afternoon. I'm not excited about working out at 3 p.m., but I'm excited to do it because we're finishing up a strength series and I want to see where I'm at compared to where I was. And so, you know, whether you're going to a gym or let's say even you're just following a program through, you know, Beachbody or the Peloton or whatever, you should be progressing. You should be getting better. Things don't necessarily get easier, I think, from a workout standpoint, but you get better at them, mm-hmm. right? And that's the fulfillment. So that's the same thing in terms of any journey that you want to embark upon. If you want to go back to school, you want to change your career, you want to lose weight, you want to improve your health, like all of these things, 
get excited about it from a level of I'm going to learn and I'm going to grow in this journey. It may not be perfect. You may not be perfect. I don't think anybody is perfect in terms of, you know, anything in life actually. (laughs) Uh, But like somebody asked us earlier, I was like, okay, so I am, you know, dating and I'm doing a gut healing protocol. Is it okay for me to have a glass of wine every now and then? It's like, we don't expect you to stop life for three months. Like, we have to be able to manage and adjust and she's made a ton of changes. Um, so that, that is great, but we also can't expect to be a hundred percent perfect. Right. And so just recognizing that things are going to change, right? Your journey is going to look a lot different in different seasons and in different phases of life, but you have to be excited and bought into what you are doing and talk about it in that way too. Because if you tell people like, Oh, this sucks. Do you think they're going to want to support you? They're going to be like, well, why are you doing that then? Maybe you should do something else, right? Or you're going to then also feel that negative emotion because of the way that you're talking about things. But if instead you're excited, like, yeah, you know, I got some testing done and I found out that there's some things going on that, you know, definitely don't want to be going on. And so I'm going to take the next three or four months to really work on healing and getting to a better place. And I'm really excited about how I'm going to feel. Maybe sometimes you feel worse before you feel better in a gut healing protocol. That's just how it is uh, for a lot of people. But you can be excited and look forward to the time that symptoms do start to really dissipate and you start to feel really, really good. But that's not going to happen if the work's not put in, right? And if you don't embark on the journey, you just keep saying, I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait till Monday. I'm going to wait till the new year. I'm going to wait till Sally decides to join me because I can't do this by myself. Like you have to do it for you and and nobody else. And don't expect other people, as we talked about, to come alongside you and be a hundred percent supportive. I think it's important to have a support system and it's important Mm -hmm. to have guidance and support on your journey. But you, again, let's just say a spouse scenario I didn't expect art to do 75 hard because I chose to do 75 hard, right? You didn't expect Nick to do 75. Like, it's just what we did it for ourselves. Yeah. I I actually had an experience last weekend and it kind of like made me reflect on this a little bit. So I have neighbors across the street, super, super nice people, very fun, like young couple, have two little girls. They're similar age to Carson and Taylor, or not similar, but like within a couple of years. So they have little kids. And we got home and they were out on their driveway with like a fire going and some kids playing. So we walked over and just said, hey. Um, And I had Taylor and she was being kind of fussy. And so I was like kind of wandering around with her. They were all drinking and then they were also smoking like a, you know, CBD um, vape pen type mm-hmm. thing. And I felt kind of uncomfortable because I felt like they were like, whisp- you know, like they were just kind of like whispering to themselves. And I think that both of them were probably intoxicated and under influence or whatever. Um, and to each their own. Like I know lots of people that do that, enjoy that, feel, you know, fine doing that, whatever it may be. Um, I also know the the girl she is dealing with like some hair loss and she had talked to me about it and stuff. So like, she's not feeling her greatest, but I just felt kind of out of my place. And part of me felt like kind of sad. Like I felt excluded almost, but then I walked away and Taylor was being psychopath. So I was like, we got to go and eat. Um, she needs to go to bed, but I left and I was like, okay, is that really what I want to associate with? Is that who, you know, like I I know I don't feel great when I drink very much. I know I don't. And I'm still, we're very good friends with them. We talk to them all the time. Like when their kids are out, I get along with them really well. But I was like, maybe that's not my circle, you know, like maybe that's not who is my support system, you know, and that's okay. Um, And so if you feel sometimes like you're left out, if you feel sometimes like you don't have the same things in common, 
just keep looking for other support systems. Like I will say, I lean heavily on podcasts, books, and things that fill my mind with what I feel good doing. Like you got to feel right in your gut with what you feel good doing. And I have found what that is. I fortunately have Liz as well, um, who I can reach out to. My husband is mostly understanding of my, my things that I do, you know, with my fitness and my health. Um, but you, you just got to keep looking for the right, the right crew, you know, don't give in just to feel in place. You have to do what feels right to you and really evaluate if the people that you are surrounding yourself with are influencing you in a positive way or non-positive way. Um, just because, you know, I, something else, I, by the way, Ed Milet podcast with, oh, I'm going to have to, yes, I'm going to have to link, we'll have to link out the podcast. It was great. It was about someone that was Damon West is his name. Um, he was in prison for multiple years. And when he was going to prison, he was asking everyone like, you know, how do you survive prison? Um, and the, everyone said, join a gang, everyone like join either the race that you're in or whatever it is, it'll protect you. It's the only way to survive prison. And he met with one man who was an elderly man and was st- obviously still in prison. And he said, do not join a gang. It will be the hardest thing you ever have to do, but the people that influence the prison in the most positive way and the people that survive prison in the best way are people that walk alone because you do not have the outside influence of other people that, you know, change who you are that, and it's basically being true to yourself. Like, and it was, it was such a good podcast. The guy, Damon West is an amazing storyteller. I think they're actually going to be making a movie about his life. Um, he wrote the coffee bean. So it's a great book. Um, anyways. You have to be true to yourself. Like you have to do at the end of the day, you have to do what feels right to your gut, to your heart. You got to evaluate that. It cannot just be what makes you feel good externally. But at the end of the day, you don't feel right falling asleep and putting your head down on that pillow. Like it has to be about what you want. So ask yourself, what is your journey? What is your plan? What is your path? And be okay if other people don't understand that. Thank you for listening to The Food Code. If this episode resonated with you, please share, rate, and review as this helps us reach others around the world. With that, thank you for listening. We'll be back soon. Love you guys.